This is the First Emmanuel Lutheran Church podcast. For more information about us, who we are, and how to get connected, check us out online at filministries.org. Today's message is delivered by Pastor Randy Roche. Renew, uh, to make new again, to restore. And that's what our congregation is endeavoring to do in these next weeks, but also in the next years. And I'm sure you have heard about our Renew campaign. You probably received one or two pieces of mail about this, some emails. You're up to date. But I I want us to understand that there's two sides to this campaign coin. One is restoring, renewing 30-year-old facilities. We want to make sure that they're safe, make sure that they're functional. We want to make sure that they're attractive. But the other side of the coin is more important. It's about renewing ourselves so that we can be safe and functional and attractive. So our sermon series for the month of May is going to be Renew. And again, it's about renewing the church. But remember, the church is not about buildings. The church is about us. We are the church. People are the church. You're going to have a church without a building. We would still be the family of Christ. We would still be able to gather around word and sacrament, and we would still be the church. So we want to renew ourselves so that we can be safe in Jesus, that we can be functional in living out our faith, so that we can be attractive to the people around us. Renewal. So we want to begin today about talking about being safe in Jesus. Now, as we look at renewal, I think we find renewal throughout the Holy Scriptures. I think the entire Bible, with the exception of two chapters, is about renewal. The two chapters that don't talk about renewal are the opening chapters of Scripture, Genesis chapter 1 and 2. It's not about renewal, it's about new. It's about all things coming into existence, things that had never been brought into existence simply by the spoken Word of God. He says, let there be light and there's light. Let there be sky and there's sky. Let there be water and land and there it is. And let there be vegetation and let there be plant and animal life. And there it is. So God creates all things. And on that sixth day, He also created the human race. And in Genesis chapter 1, verse 31, we have the conclusion of those six days of creation. And God looked at all that he had created and saw that it was very good. It was new and pristine and perfect and just the way he designed it. And then comes chapter 3. And we know it as the fall of mankind into sin, where Adam and Eve ate from the forbidden fruit. And what was once new is now damaged, destroyed, really. Sin comes into the world, and its effects are destruction and death. And so from that point on, Scripture talks to us about 
renewal. As a matter of fact, in Genesis 3, after the man and woman fall into sin and after they hear the results of sin, in verse 15, God gives the first promise of renewal. And he says to the devil, I'll put enmity between you and the woman, between your seed and her seed. And he will crush your head, you will bruise his heel. It's, it's the messianic prophecy that a Savior is going to come and do battle with the devil and he will crush him so that we can be renewed. And Jesus ends up being the fulfillment of that promise. The devil tries to have his way with Jesus, but Jesus ends up being the victor. So Jesus came to renew us by giving us forgiveness. And forgiveness leads to everlasting life. And, and we just prophesied today uh, that we believe in the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. We believe that Jesus will come again. And when he does, it's the ultimate renewal. St. Paul said that our bodies are buried corruptible, but will be raised in incorruption. Buried mortal, but raised immortal. Buried a natural body, but raised a glorious body, the way God designed it to be. But while God's people wait for that ultimate renewal, we are called, as we are pilgrims here, to a constant renewal. And renewal always begins with letting something go. This is what I notice in the Scriptures. It always begins with letting something go, which means there's going to be change. And I've heard people say, the only person that likes change is a baby with a nasty diaper. I don't think we fear change. I think we fear loss. It's okay for us to change if we feel we're gaining something. And this is the renewal, this is the change that God is calling us to. It's the letting go of certain things so that we may have His things. And it happens all throughout the Scriptures. We'd be here all day if we looked at all of them. Let me point a couple of them out. The first one I want to point out is Abraham. So when God says that we need a race of people from which the Messiah will come, He begins the Hebrew population. And he does so with Abraham. And what does he say to Abraham? Abraham's 75 years old. By this time, you have a condo on the beach. And you don't want to change. But God says to him, I'm going to make a great nation out of you. we got some changing to do. you got to leave your father and family. you got to leave the gods of your homeland. You have to leave your homeland. And you have to go where I will show you. And Abraham left. Let's fast forward. The children of Israel are being led out of Egypt. They've been there for 430 years in bondage to the Egyptians. And as they're ushered out in that dry land passage through the Red Sea, they are on their way to the Promised Land. 
just like we're on our way to heaven. They're on their way to the promised land. However, they're spending 40 years in the wilderness. It is a huge change for them, and there they will confront some obstacles and challenges. There'll be the challenge of food and water. They come upon snakes and enemies, and I want to let you know renewal isn't always the easiest thing to do. Jesus knows that full well. In order to rescue us, in order to rescue all of humanity from sin and death and hell, Jesus had to let go. He had to leave the glories and the perfection of heaven to come and live in our sin-stained world filled with all of its temptations. Paul said to the Philippians, that Jesus emptied himself, taking the form of a servant. Doesn't mean that he got rid of his divinity. He was always God, but he chose to live in the form of a servant so that he could live the perfect life on our behalf, that he could carry the load and the burden of our sin to the cross, and there he would die and he would pay our penalty, cancel our debt. And then he would be raised from the grave renewed so that we would be renewed by faith and forgiveness. But now God calls us to daily renewal. You know, that's what baptism is really all about, isn't it? When we were baptized, Paul says that that was all about the washing of regeneration and the renewing of the Holy Spirit. God has called us into his family of faith. Luther says every day when we get up in the morning, first thing we should do, make the sign of the cross and say, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Why? Because the sign of the cross was made on our head and our hearts when we were baptized. And we were called into God's kingdom of grace through the words in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. In other words, we are called to a daily renewal. Jesus maybe defined renewal a little different. Jesus put it this way, whoever would come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. So now that we know what this whole renewal thing is, and now that we understand that being renewed makes us safe in Jesus, what is it that you want to renew in your life? See, in, in our Renew campaign, we are encouraging you to answer this question. And then our commitment as your church, as your family of faith, is to assist you in fulfilling that renewal. But first, each one of us has to identify at least one thing in our life that needs to be renewed. Or maybe a better way of stating it is this. What is prohibiting me from living my life to the fullest manner that God has designed for me? What's in the way? We heard these words in our Old Testament lesson. Beware, lest there be among you a root bearing poisonous and bitter fruit. One who, when he, bears, when he hears the words of this sworn covenant, blesses himself in his heart, saying, I shall be safe, 
though I walk in the stubbornness of my heart. Did you hear it? It was spoken first to the children of Israel who were rescued from Egypt, and the warning was this. Do you want to go and worship the false gods, or do you want to let them go? And be careful that there's nothing inside of you that would distract you from being one with the Lord. So let me ask you again, what in your life needs to be renewed? And maybe some of us here can say, well, that's an easy one. I've been struggling with something for quite some time. It's pretty obvious to me what needs to change in my life. It might be a signature sin that you're struggling with and it seems to control you. And you maybe feel the same way Paul did in Romans 7 where he says, the good I want to do I don't do, but the evil I don't want to do, it's what I keep on doing. What a wretched man I am. Maybe it's not a signature sin. Maybe you just figure you need to take better care of the body that God has given you. Or maybe you need to fix your finances. Or maybe you need to mend a hurting relationship. Or you need to strengthen your spiritual walk. Some of you might be thinking, I don't think anything needs to be renewed in my life. Everything's going along well. Well, I say congratulations, but three things I have to say. First, Everyone has at least one thing in their life that needs to be renewed. Second, if you are struggling to identify anything in your life that needs to be renewed, ask your spouse or your parents or your child or a workmate or a best friend. They will give you a list from which you can choose. Third, maybe you want to focus on something that is good in your life and you just want to enhance it. Maybe you've got a great marriage, but you say, hey, let's, let's see if we can even make it better. So this Renew campaign is about more than buildings and budgets. It's about more than roofing and flooring. It's about a whole lot more than pew covers and parking lots. It's about us. Renew is about our bodies, about our minds and our souls. Renew is about enhancing our relationship with the Lord and with our family and our friends, even ourselves. Renew is about living the full life that God has designed and desires for each one of us. So I'm giving you homework. Over the next three weeks, Pray and contemplate as what it is that needs to be renewed in your life. May 22nd is Commitment Sunday. And part of that is committing to something that you would like to renew. And then, over the following three years, if you wish, the church will provide you what you need to make that renewal possible. I've been a part of a lot of campaigns, but I think that this campaign may be the most important and impactful for you, for your family, 
for our congregation, for our mission, for our community. It is a gift that God has placed in our midst. The gift of renewal is the gift of life. Thanks for listening to this week's message. If you want to learn more about First Emmanuel Lutheran Church, visit filministries.org. We'll see you next week, and God bless.